Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome, and this is Cindy Meyer, your host of the weekly Wake Up With Spirit um, and Be Nourished and uh, Receive Wisdom. So each show is a little bit different, but we are very blessed with um, the first Friday of each month. Christine Compass uh, is my guest, and she is a very, very, very um, gifted, intuitive astrologer. Um, she is a life coach, and um, we both work with the moon manifesting uh, cycles and how best to manifest in your own life uh, using the different phases of the moon. And then in addition, we both work with vision boards. Um, and uh, this is the glue that immediately when we met, Christine and I are like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> and so this was when there were conferences where people were, you know, before pre-pandemic. And uh, Christine and I were at a bunch of different conferences. And, you know, we just really were just, we just knew. It was like spirits recognizing one another. So um, so that's, that's going to be happening in just a moment. I'm going to give you a few, um, a few announcements. Uh, the December issue of Spirit Seeker is online. Um, and new to the Spirit Seeker site, I, I just want to keep mentioning it, um, is when there's a featured article that you like, you can simply um, forward that by email or you can get the link and you can just forward it right there from the article um, to someone else you're thinking about. And um, so maybe there's an article for tips for dealing with stress or, you know, there's all different kinds of things. We do have an article this month uh, on crystal power, the 12 essential crystals for health and healing. And this particular author feels that um, there are really only 12 crystals. If you were going to go out and purchase crystals and have them in your, you know, your toolbox for whatever you want to use crystals with, amplify, calm down, um, use for healing, etc. <clears throat> Excuse me. So that article covers that. And then there's this wonderful uh, article on the, uh, the Kabbalah of food. And it's um, a lot of Jewish and Moroccan traditions and a lot of, it, the whole book is laced with history uh, and the recipes are delicious um, and very, very simple, uh, but nourishing food. So it's just, you know, that's fascinating too. <clears throat> and then there's a wonderful article in our holiday gift guide, um, entitled The Three Rebellious Practices for De-Stressing Your Holidays. And I have to tell you, it's, these are, that, that article in particular uh, is by Sarah Bowen, and she wrote a book uh, called The Spiritual Rebel. And this is just this wonderful, wonderful article that gives you tips on how to t- look at the holidays in a whole different way. And I really, really like her writing, and um, she created that article for Spirit Seeker. Okay, so a couple of personal um, announcements uh, with classes and things. Um, I, am, I always offer a holiday special, and this year's holiday special is it's a holiday gift package where you can have a one-hour uh, remote feng shui consultation, a one-hour psychic uh, reading spiritual coaching session, uh, and a one-hour remote energy healing session with remote energy as well as sound healing. And that can be done by Zoom if you prefer. Um, you know, I work a lot of different ways. At any rate, that package, the value is 370 but you can have the whole package for $270. Um, so that's kind of exciting uh, because people like to start off the new year with cleansing their space, having a new uh, reconceiving of their space, et cetera. Okay, so there's that. And then I have been offering, and I'm um, doing it again in December and January, uh, evenings where the next one will be December Thursday, December 17th, and then Thursday, January 21st, where from 6.30 until 9 p.m., I do 15-minute and 30 minutes um, by Zoom. And um, it's just, 
so you can, you know, do a 15-minute reading, private reading, um, for $36, or the 30-minute readings are uh, $63. I don't normally do this, but it's something new during the pandemic, um, and it's fun. And then you can also hire me for a private party. So tonight I'm doing a virtual uh, holiday party for three gals. And they're just having three half-hour readings each, but they want to hear each other's readings. I mean, this happens especially with the younger people or the families that I read for. So we will all be on the Zoom line. They'll hear each other's readings. Um, That's the holiday party. But you can do it any way you want. Um, You know, like sometimes the girls are at one spot, you know, where people are still gathering, like maybe they're still in their bubble. And then, um, but one by one, they'll come on the Zoom call. So it can work any way you want. But just know that from, from for now, in December and in January, until Spirit guides me otherwise, if you're uh, just wanting a mini reading, a 15 or 30 minute, um, by all means, uh, reach out to me. And you can do that through um, info at spiritseeker.com or, you know, the Spirit Seeker number uh, or text me at my cell phone. So all of that information is on the website. Okay, so that is it. So now let me tell you just a little, I told you a little bit about Christine, but I'm going to tell you even more and then I'm going to bring her on. Um, she is really flying high right now. She, um, she's taken, uh, I'll let her tell you about it, if, you know, if that comes up. But basically, I'm going to give you a little preemptive, like, thing here. She walked away from corporate America recently, and she is putting herself full faith, full steam ahead into um, working full-time as a life coach, doing readings, doing um, astrology charts and readings and if you want to give a holiday gift that would be a wonderful holiday gift and she's offering um that this year um it's it's a great idea sometimes to buy a gift certificate for a sound healing session or you know an astrology um you know consultation because people just wouldn't normally you know even think about that sometimes and if you um but when you have a gifted astrologer and a gifted energy worker etc it's just nice to um to share that with other people All right, so she works in all those arenas, and I told you before, she's also a new moon, full moon, um, and gifted, gifted astrologer. So I'm going to bring Christine on now. Excuse me, Christine, welcome, welcome. Thank you, (laughs) Jenny. Thank you so much for that introduction. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. It is such a great gift to give the gift of clarity to people. I've had several people reach out to me lately and I've, you know, made gift cards. I do have gift certificates I can send you if you want to give somebody that present. Um, but I've already done some of those readings. And right now it's kind of a perfect time, you know, transitioning to a new year and looking ahead at 2021. Um, and I will say so far, all the readings I've done looking at people's energy, it is much better than the readings I was doing this time last year. So much lighter energy. And I don't know if that's because we've all just gotten used to, you know, living in a little bit more stressful, chaotic world and we're okay with it now, or if things are really just, you know, lightening up. <laughs> well, we, well, okay. So it's interesting though, because, you know, for me, I was thinking about last Thanksgiving, we just went through Thanksgiving. I think I had 15 people for, you know, Thanksgiving dinner last year and friends and family and my house was, um, you know, I sold my house, so it's a little different where I am now, but hopefully I can continue that tradition of always having an open door for, you know, friends who have friends who don't have a place to go, et cetera. We, we always had a very open table. And, um, but this year it was my two sons and myself. And, but I think, I think what you're sensing, and, and I too have sensed it, is that even though a year ago we weren't in the pandemic yet, we were all on a full out go, go, go mode. And I think that, oh, yeah. 
with the with the time out of the whole world, it's yeah. I mean, so so even though last year we didn't know we were stressed, this year it's different. That is a really good point. It's almost you know it's been this year has been it's felt so long. And it is hard to think back to, you know, almost welcoming the pandemic in terms of that it was such a slowdown and like a step back from the busy world that we were all rushing around in. (laughs) Right, right. So this full moon that we're kind of like just like, you know, I I just feel, I feel like it's still pulling us. I don't know why this moon felt different than other moons, but um, well, I don't know, maybe it's just the times, but tell us what's going on uh, astrologically. Yes. And I'm glad you brought that up because that was what I wanted to touch on first is going back. So Monday, the 30th, we had a, it was a full moon lunar eclipse. And so that's the lunar eclipse. Um, I think is really why we're still kind of reeling in it because it's this big, you know, eclipses are always doorways to big shifts and they, they are the catalyst to events that really start rearranging our lives. So whether we, you know, could, can literally pick out an event that happened or whether it's just something that's going to be slowly unfolding over the next six months, either way, our life made a big shift on Monday. And it was, the lunar eclipses deal more with our emotions. So it's more of an emotional shift about how we approach things. Um, So this lunar eclipse, it fell at eight degrees of Gemini. So if you have your chart and you can look at it, you can look at where eight degree Gemini falls, see what house it's in or what sign it's in. Well, it's in Gemini, but (laughs) see what house it's in and see, you know, how that's affecting you personally. Um, But this is, it was a big turning point for us and that lunar eclipse kind of goes back 20 years. So it takes us back to a time period in between 2000 and 2000 and then also 2011. And so what we're doing with that, that full moon was really like everything coming to fruition of the life that we've lived over the last two decades and giving, and now we're preparing for new doorways to open up. Um, so, you know, taking a look back at what was going on for you then and seeing how, you know, something may have come full circle in that same area. Um, and we're, you know, the lunar eclipse is really giving us the opportunity to kind of pivot, um, before we set our new intentions on the upcoming, um, new moon. And we have a solar eclipse on the new moon coming up. So, Um, And then, you know, I'll get into all the big Saturn, Jupiter um, conjunction (laughs) energy, but, um, but that is all of that coming together with this full moon lunar eclipse. We're just in, in this gateway that is so potent and powerful um, for us to shift into this happier and healthier future for everybody. Um, I'm so excited about the, the upcoming energy because it's just so much unity is what I'm seeing. Just so much unity and people coming together. Um, but so, you know, this, in addition, this, this full moon on Monday that happened also, um, you know, it had, it had Neptune in the mix and Neptune is a very spiritual planet. Neptune rules the site of Pisces. Neptune just came out 
of a five-month retrograde, um, I forget the exact date, but just like a week or two ago. And so spiritually, we've kind of hit this, you know, we've just come out of this retrograde review period of our spirituality. So we are, we're really stepping into, um, we're stepping away from old illusions and really kind of making way for new beginnings spiritually. And I think that that, you know, that really touches on us assessing our beliefs. And we're really, you know, I think that's been a big theme. I've talked about it several times with this Saturn, um, the last three years of Saturn and Capricorn, but we're letting go of so many limiting beliefs right now. And right now, you know, we've, we've, let go of these beliefs, but after you let go of them, uh, and and this is interesting because I noticed, you know, I've been in this process since leaving corporate America, is this grieving period of really fully acknowledging the letting go of what has been. And, you know, whether it was good, bad, or ugly, there's still a grief that comes with letting go of something that was, you know, such a big part of us. So, um, and it's so interesting, actually, I just, I'm just realizing like 2000, 2003 was when I, you know, first entered the working world. And then 2011 was when I started my career in recruiting. So that just, that just hit me. That's crazy. Um, so really this whole well, thing, was, you know, <laughs> is just yeah. letting go of that, that period of my life. And so for me that, you know, it fell within my, my career and grieving that, but we're all letting go of something and we're, we're so happy about it that we've almost, it's almost like the grief has maybe stuck, snuck up on us. Like, oh, I didn't really think I'd be sad about that, but it's just such a letting go that we really have to just yeah. process the letting go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because with the lunar eclipses, it's my understanding, um, the way I work with it is what do you want eclipsed from your life? So you go back 19 years in most cases, but, you know, you're right. It's that window of 2000 to 2003. And um, what do you want eclipsed or what do you want to reclaim from, mm-hmm. uh, you can go back and you just kind of look at, you know, so for me back then, I was fearless. I bought a Middle Eastern restaurant for my second husband and it was his vision, not mine. And then all of a sudden I, I got totally sucked into like running a Middle Eastern restaurant and spirit seeker and my private, you know, practice with clients. And so it was kind of like a crazy time. And finally, you know, I sold the restaurant in 2000 and I was divorced in 2003. And then my mom died in January, 2004. And a lot of what I dealt with in the last, I would say two weeks, like just in this one, maybe mainly the seven to 10 days, there was just a lot of, after my mom died, there was a there was a grieving that happened in my family. I had gone through a divorce. Two of my brothers were going through a divorce when my mom died, and then after she died, like it just we just didn't. There wasn't the gel to put us back together, and I think we were all grieving in our own ways, you know, with so much going on. So my brother died this week, and I I thought, when is the last time I saw my brother? Because I knew it had been a really long time, and I looked at our father's funeral which was nine years ago. I'm like, okay, so it was nine years ago. But that was like, but when he and I kind of, uh, it was further than that. It was further back when we um, kind of went our own ways and said, you know, we're really on different pages. I respect you. You respect me, but let's just like, you know, 
hello, goodbye. And it was really, it was abrupt. It was over politics at the time. And, um, and then time just got away. But the thing of it is, is this, I said to a couple of people, I'm like, you know, I never realized until this last week with my brother dying and then uh, of COVID and he thought he had the flu. They had just moved to Florida and his wife was sick. He was sick. They, you know, I'm not going to go into all this, but the bottom line is he didn't go to the hospital because he thought it was just the flu and he didn't wake up one night. And so I dealt with all my brothers, my nephews and, you know, all these people that, you know, of course we love him. And, you know, even though we didn't get to say goodbye or, I mean, it was just so sudden, like for so many people, but then then onward I go, you know, with what happened really here. And then it's just like you said, there was just a lot of grieving back there. So what I want to go back to 2000 to 2003. I mean, I want to reclaim that fearlessness that I had and the same thing with you. Oh, I can be a recruiter. I can be successful at that. I can, you know, the part that you want to reclaim that, that confidence and that uh, ability to start a whole new vision for your life. And the part that you let go is like, for me, I've just had so much healing and just like in one week, it just feels like I've had like years and years of healing, you know, and my, my brother visited the other night and that really helped. And, um, and yeah, there was just a lot, there was a lot going on, but, but don't you think that this five year, okay. So we've been in a four year all this year, 2020 was a four year and four was all about unity and where we're going with, uh, 2021 is into a uh, vibrational five year. And it's my understanding that, you know, five is really all about adventure and freedom and, uh, and really more of a global perspective or what do you get with the, with the five year? Yes, I would totally agree. And one thing that's come up um, is joyful risk taking. We're going to be in this place mm-hmm. of joyfully taking risks and adventuring out of our comfort zones and really exploring um, these new things that, that are really have been inside us the whole time. Mm-hmm. Right. So, it's like we're coming I, out and that's that Aquarius too, but, but yeah, it's our, it's the, which I'm sure you're going to talk on, you know, with the Saturn going oh, yeah. into Aquarius, but, but, but so it's, but, so this is the thing though, listeners, this this uh, full moon that just ended, you can still work with it. And basically, mostly with the full moon, we use the light of that full moon to light the way to what do we want to um, perhaps rethink or let go of. Like if we have a tendency to beat ourselves up over clutter, then you say, okay, I'm going to let that pattern of um, beating myself up over clutter, I'm going to let that go, and I'm going to spend 15 minutes, three times in one week on one closet until I get it finished. And so then instead of, you know, you're, you're still going to work on whatever it is that you've identified as a problem area or an area that you want to enhance, but you don't do it in a negative way. So you take the energy, you're like, okay, like what I did two months ago during the full moon fire that I do is I released all uh, resistance to keeping my accounting uh, up to snuff. So that's one of my intentions is so that, you know, I have, I have several Taurus girlfriends that push the button at the end of the month and they know exactly what their, where everything is. Like, <laughs> I mean, they know all their investments. They know every single, like what they spend on utilities, if they went on a trip, they know everything. And it's all like at the end of the month, they just push a little button. So that's Cindy Meyer's dream. But I used to beat myself up with it, but no, my, my goal was to release all resistance, um, to being an in integrity with finances at all times. And so that's how you work with it. And then when you release all the clutter or whatever's like still clogging your life, you're creating that space 
in your life. And then the new moon is when you're setting your intentions, because when your moon is full, it's kind of hard to bring more in. I mean, you can, the Hindus feel like it's the most powerful manifesting time, but it's the most powerful manifesting time because you're letting the moon, like with this past eclipse, you're letting the moon eclipse things so that you can clear things out. And like Christine said, like total freedom and like risk taking in a whole new way. Yeah. Joyful risk taking. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's talk about joyful. That came up in in a couple of my readings this week and I was just like, I love that joyful risk taking. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. So what um, else do we have happening? So I want to talk about this month as a whole um, because it's so interesting. We have so many things happening that on their own would each be very powerful. And a combination of all of these things happening at once is why <laughs> it's, it's the culmination of this 2020 energy you know, sort of solidifying as we move into a new, a new brighter phase. But so, okay, so we just had the lunar eclipse. Um, Well, so the reason we're moving into this brighter phase is because we're moving into the age of Aquarius. And there's all this debate about when the age of Aquarius started um, or when it's going to start, but it's a 2000 year period Some people think it started in the 60s. Some people think this right now is really, we have, we've had a lot of planets in earth signs, um, like the slow, slow moving planets in earth signs, and they're now making their way into Aquarius. So that's why there's a little bit of debate on when it is, because there's, you know, how many slow, how many planets do we need to have for it to be the age of Aquarius? But with Saturn moving into Aquarius, Jupiter moving into Aquarius, there's a lot of consensus that this is the real age of Aquarius. And, um, and there's also, um, you know, Aquarius rules, like having a fair society, equality, technology, all things futuristic, and we're, we're moving forward. So it's almost, you know, we're not going to have that kind of change overnight, but there's this hope that's going to be building with this age of Aquarius, and I, I mentioned it, this unity, this feeling of unity that's really going to start growing stronger and stronger uh, within all of us. So that's, you know, the age of Aquarius energy that we're entering as a whole. But now let's break it down, um, you know, December, what we have going on. So we just had this lunar eclipse. So I would say that the first week of December here is relatively – you know, we're just kind of coming off of that lunar eclipse energy. Um, things feel a little bit more calm and stable because I think both leading up to that full moon lunar eclipse and even, you know, this, this week after here, it's probably been a little emotional. Um, and we're slowly kind of winding down this emotions that got really ranked, like cranked up with that. Um, and then things are going to feel, you know, kind of um, – just the intensity will be kind of decreasing and then slowly ratcheting back up as we, uh, as we creep towards December 14th, where, which is the new moon in Sagittarius. And we also have a solar eclipse in Sagittarius. Um, And for this new moon solar eclipse, this is a huge, 
you know, astrological event for the year. And even if we were looking at it, I mean, I would say this is a big deal for the decade. Um, just having this new moon solar eclipse together, um, it falls at 23 degrees of Sagittarius. So, again, if you have your chart, you can look at where 23 Sagittarius is and kind of see what house this is in, falling in and kind of area of your life for you. Um, but we also have Mercury next to this eclipse. So Mercury is information, news. So it's almost, you know, I would almost say that something, some piece of information might come out and sort of seal the deal for some sort of new, you know, unfolding event. Um, And it might bring an ending to one kind of event or, you know, a beginning to a new event. But every ending is a new beginning. So, you know, that's how we look at that. Um, yes, we're really um, we're really birthing something new with this solar eclipse, and new opportunities might come unexpectedly. Um, you know, it's an extremely powerful time for doing rituals and really honoring the earth, um, and we're really sort of engaging with the earth. So. You know, on that new moon, I would say to, you know, even though we can't see the moon, um, we will be able to see Saturn and Jupiter up in the sky. So maybe taking some time to just go out and reflect and give yourself some quiet time, some quiet moments to really think about your new intentions, um, you know, setting any sort of new goals for yourself. Take some time on that day to to assess some of that and give yourself some space to really digest, um, you know, the past 20 years and how you want to see the next 20 years. Just give it some thought. (laughs) It doesn't have to be like a a definite, (laughs) but that would be a really great day to just kind of take that in. And then Sagittarius is this, you know, adventuresome sign that really wants to go on a journey both actually traveling, but also a journey in the mind. So thinking about how you are, like, what's your curiosity factor? Are you, you know, are you out there digging into new adventures? Are you open to new adventures? Um, Very much a lot of energy around this new moon solar eclipse about taking a new journey in a big way in life. Um, Mm -hmm. So, that kind of starts the the string of major events that are going to be happening this month. So that is on um, the 14th. And then on December 17th is when Saturn moves into Aquarius. Um, Saturn is going to stay in Aquarius through March of 2023. So over these next, you know, roughly two and a half years to three <laughs> Um, and Saturn was briefly in Aquarius from March to June. So you, you know, we can look back to March to June and think about what was happening on a social collective, you know, social collective scale. There was so much unity happening between, you know, the social injustice and people really starting to come together. So I think we were definitely going to see a lot of unity in that area and people really, um, pushing forward for changes in that area. And 
it's almost like as Saturn moves into Aquarius, Saturn is a is the planet of restrictions. So it it feels it's it's interesting because Saturn is restriction and Aquarius is freedom. So Saturn in Aquarius will give us this determination to break through these existing structures and find better ways to live. So I really see that impacting, you know, the social justice scene and bringing people together to really, you know, break down. Like for me, I see it within our our court system and the way that our justice system operates and all of this, um, you know, institutionalized racism and all of these things that have kept us separate, even though, you know, we claim to be equal. So I feel like that is going to be a huge theme during the Saturn and Aquarius phase. Um, And it's, you know, Saturn and Aquarius, if you look back over time, it's always been um, a time where freedom and civil rights movements move forward. So I think we're going to see a lot of civil rights movements. Um, but just everybody really coming. I, I know I keep saying unity, but I just I see so much unity coming. I'm so excited for that. <laughs> well, uh, and it's and it's women women you know coming out in a whole new way. There are more women in politics right now. I mean, and I, I think that's all part of the age of Aquarius. It's not it's not that we're you know making it one way or the other, but there has to be more balance. And you know, a lot of our constitution, most people don't know this, was drafted from the Native American. Um, practices with their governing and the women had more freedom and power back then than women you know did in America until like even now like they they um with the Native American tribes if there was a chief who was too warlike in most cases the women could remove that chief because that wasn't Mm -hmm. the answer I mean, yes, there is a time when, you know, war is the answer, but in other times it's not. And so, but the women had a say, you know, with a lot of the politics back in the day, whereas, you know, women had no voice, you know, for a long time. And still it's, it's just now, I think, emerging. But, um, but I do want to talk just for a second, um, Christine, because while we're still in this energy of, um, mm-hmm. well, actually, this is what's coming in. So the Sagittarius is like, we're going to go back to the Saturn, but, but the moon in Sagittarius is so amazing because when you think of Sagittarius, the, the centaur is half man, half horse. And he's got the, the arrow and the arch going forward. Like you would never take a Sagittarius and turn it flipped where the arrow is going to the back. The energy is always forward motion. So the, mm-hmm. you know, so you want to make sure energetically, especially I see sometimes with feng shui, people will take a picture and it's pointed to the past. Well, that's not where we want to go. We always want to be able to go in forward motion with our soul level uh, lessons and work that, you know, why we're here. So with this new moon in Sagittarius, it also affects your organs in your body. And because of uh, when you, when you think of, you know, the horse and carrying the man and, you know, et cetera. So it affects the, um, these are the organs influenced by the upcoming new moon in Sagittarius. It's the liver, it's the sacrum, Mm -hmm. the the thigh bone and the tailbone and the hip muscles and the joint, uh, the hip joints and the lumbar vertebra and the lumbar muscles. And these organs will be um, much more sensitive. So you want to give them extra care. So this is a time where maybe you would um, make this new intention on this December 14th to do more stretches, where you would do more um, 
more, you know, like honoring of working with your low back and supporting it. And, you know, there's so many different things, even with breath work, but it's all sacral. A lot of that is like the whole sacral, you know, there's 23 different bones in the pelvic girdle. Most people, I don't know. I, I was a nurse and I also am a holistic practitioner. So, and I used to teach and they had to be a physiology. Oh my God. Okay. So at any rate, so there's 23 different bones. So to keep it all healthy and open, especially with moving forward, like, you know, basically galvanized by the Sagittarius energy and then, you know, uh, Saturn moving into Aquarius. It's a whole lot of forward motion. And, and so that's why this is, these are powerful times. And you can really utilize these eclipses to just totally eclipse wherever you've been, wherever you are, you know, and, and go forward in like this way that is like a catapult. That's how I feel yeah. about it. I totally agree. I think that's a really great way to put it. We are so moving. We're, we're stepping out of being, it's like we've been in a pattern that we felt like we had to be in, and we finally realized we don't have to be in that, and now we can go forward. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so what else do we have going on? I mean, and, then, and no. we are going to do readings. And if you, let me just mention, if you haven't, uh, if you do want a reading and you haven't pushed the one star or the one pound, either one, um, go ahead and do so. So that alerts me that you do uh, want a reading today. Okay. So go ahead. I'm sorry, Christine. Tell us more. No, you're good. Um, okay. So we have Saturn moving into Aquarius. Um, so that was the 17th. And then on December 19th, we have Jupiter moving into Aquarius. Um, so Jupiter is leaving Capricorn, moving into Aquarius. Um, Jupiter changes signs once every once a year. Um, so because it's the biggest planet in the solar system, the focus of Jupiter, it kind of sets like the topic or the trend for the year. Um, you know, I remember, gosh, I, yeah, it was when Jupiter moved into Scorpio back in 2017. The day that Jupiter moved into Scorpio was the day that the Me, Me Too, um, you know, allegations started coming out. So Jupiter was really plumbing the depths and bringing up all of these secrets. So um, right. when Jupiter moved into Aquarius, um, you know, it's really going to be highlighting this people and community and humanitarian energy. So really bringing out the social connectedness of all of us. Um, And Jupiter also rules Sagittarius. So, um, you know, I, I I think we can probably expect to see some kind of news or something come out around the 19th when December, when Jupiter moves into Aquarius. Um, that will kind of set the tone for this next year and some sort of information will come about. So we'll be looking out for that. So now that we have Saturn and Jupiter have both moved into Aquarius, then the big, you know, conjunction that everybody has been talking about all year is when Saturn and Jupiter um, meet up with each other at zero degrees of Aquarius. And anytime we have something in astrology that happens at zero degrees, that is, um, you know, a huge thing. Any, anytime we have something at zero degrees or um, 29 degrees, those are, oh, man, there's a name for it, and I just forgot. Just, oh, I just forgot it. But it's, it's, not the, it's not the Grand Cross. It's not the Grand Cross. No, there's. I want to say they're like you're something diuretic, diuretic. Uh, 
some kind of uretic disease <laughs> or degrees. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's okay. I'll, it's a big I'll, deal. I'll think what, of it at some point. Yeah. <laughs> but what, what, day, what, what day does that? What so, uh, so that happens on the 21st of, um, of December, which is also the winter solstice. So. Oh, yes, this, it is. Yeah. And Jupiter and Aquarius, they've met up before, but they have never been so close. Um, or not never, they haven't been so close since 12, since the year 1246. So this is really a huge coming together of Jupiter and Saturn in Aquarius at this zero degrees. You know, that's, that it's a huge event that that's why people are saying this is really the entrance to the age of Aquarius because we're ending Mm -hmm. a 200 year earth cycle, um, you know, this Earth cycle where we had a lot of things in Capricorn has been focused on capitalism, corporations, the industrial world. All this, like, solid, heavy Earth energy is now going to be replaced with this lighter, non-material but connected air energy. And right. so we're going to be really – So here's the deal with know, this. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> sorry. So, you know, at this, at this zero degrees, at that moment on the 21st, we're really sort of saying goodbye to the age of, of Pisces um, and welcoming Aquarius. So we'll have new groups, new communities, new connections, new alliances, new networks, um, just so much freedom of expression coming forth. And you know, really, we're all going to feel this freedom, this sort of being set free. And Aquarius also rules knowledge and is very much, you know, so I'm an Aquarius. And I, (laughs) this is going to sound maybe arrogant, but I just, sometimes I feel I just know things, you know, I just know things. That is the the theme of Aquarius is I know. (laughs) And it's just very much like I rule. Yes, but the words, I'm sorry, I interrupted, but the words that rule Aquarius are, I know, okay? Right, yeah. Like, okay, I'm a a cancer, and the words are, I feel. You know, the words for Taurus are, I have. So, yeah, we are, like, that's that's why I love Aquariuses. And, you know, in my first marriage, my husband was Aquarius. My stepson was an Aquarius. My sister-in-law was Aquarius. My mother-in-law was an Aquarius. And my father-in-law was an Aquarius. Can you imagine that many I know people, like, all at one family gathering? And, but you would love it because there'd be, a, I mean, and I've had a whole lot of really close Aquarius friends through this lifetime because they think outside the box. That, like, if they say oh, yeah. you're supposed to wear red for a picture, they'll wear green. Who says I have to wear red? I don't. I didn't feel like wearing red today, so I wore green. But um, but coming back to this summer solstice, okay, I okay. So this, like like uh, Christine said, it's on the twenty first. It's the shortest day of uh, the year because the winter solstice is you know it's and it's the the solstices are opposite um, on on either side of the equator and. Uh, so this winter solstice is in the northern hemisphere, and yet the summer solstice is in the southern hemisphere. It's just opposite. So my daughter lives in, you know, um, South America. Well, she lives in Latin America, South America. She lives in Chile, Santiago, Chile. So they have summer right now, 80, 90 degree weather. So they're just the opposite of where we are. And so this, this, but this conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn happening, it's the first time that it's happened since the year 2000, but it's the closest Jupiter and Saturn uh, conjunction since the year 1623. 
And it's mm-hmm. only four, that was, and that was only 14 years after Galileo made the first telescope. So this is the grand conjunction of Saturn and Jupiter, and it's the welcoming shift to the age of Aquarius. So this is just really, I mean, so we have the new moon on the 14th, then we go into this whole deal, and then we have, it's just all going to be much better going into 2021. Much wider. And I feel like it's, it's going to be this emergence, again, Aquarius is knowledge. So it's this emergence of true knowledge that's going to set us all free, which is, you know, that's what we've been craving. You know, there's all this talk of fake news and people don't do this, but the truth is going to come out and it is going to connect us all. And that's the thing about knowing is there is a universal knowing. There is a universal truth in things and that it is becoming more widely available and you you know, you can't dis- dispute the truth that is so concrete. And, you know, sometimes truth isn't totally proven or known, but I believe there's going to be so much information coming our way that we will all know and finally be able to come together in the unity of knowing and really experience this freedom of that. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm <laughs> sure everyone on the call is ready. I mean, you know, so, so this is just a wonderful time to reconceive. And, you know, the biggest gift of this holiday season, listen to this, is fire pits. You know, like, because we can't really, you know, we're not, re- we all know things are escalating with the pandemic. So a really wonderful way to still see your friends and family is to have a fire pit. And everybody just bundles up and, you, you know, most of the time you wear a mask unless you're, you know, way far away. But, um but nonetheless, it's a new way. You look up at the stars. You know, I'm always reminded of Goddess Newt whenever, you know, um, I'm doing my fire ceremonies. Because, like, on Thanksgiving evening, I think that night, I looked up and there was this this moon, full moon emerging, you know. I mean, it wasn't full yet, but it was just so magical. And then we've had Mars in the sky, and now we have Jupiter coming. It's, like, so much. We've had, well, they both have been in the sky. And we've just been blessed with, you know, this outside like elements uh i mean a lot of people i mean you just see pictures it's like whoa everybody's outside and um and then what was the other thing i was going to say oh goddess newt so goddess newt was uh it was and you know is still revered as the uh ancient egyptian goddess in charge of the uh, ancient mystery schools so she she always taught that, you know, the, uh, the astrology and the whole thing happening with the planets and everything, all of this is all part of who we are. And she would suggest going outside and looking up at that sky and realizing you're part of all those galaxies and part of all of this much greater, like, like whole, like we're just, but, but, we're, but we're part of it. Not that we're just like, like not connected. We're totally part of it. So all of the temples in Egypt to this day that, that were, you know, um, dedicated to her, when you look up at the ceilings, you see these, um, this dark blue uh, ceiling with gold stars. So it's this whole, whole thing of like visioning in a new way and really looking forward to connecting with all of us being connected, it, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a global connection, and this pandemic, I think, is going to be the glue that brings a lot of us together in a whole new way. You know, whenever we have uh, darkness and light, you know, and, and the heaviness lifting, and now this whole age of Aquarius, you know, it's not, it's not a joke, the age of Aquarius, you know, it's, it's a whole <laughs> different frequency. So, yeah. okay, so anything else you want to add before we start doing readings? Um, 
just one last note is that so the, we cap off the end of the month with um, a full moon in Cancer. And, you know, and it's at eight degrees Cancer if you want to check out where that is in your chart. But, um, you know, really I feel like the, the full moon is going to be, um, you know, our old values are collapsing and we see these new values emerging because, you know, as a Cancer, it's, it's our emotions, but it's our, our nurturing beliefs and, it, and what we value that we're nurturing. So I think that just keep that in mind at the full moon. We're kind of reestablishing those values around that time. So that's it. Well, I'm, all, I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> it's going to be a very busy, energetic month. Um, you know, I think we will start to feel the full grasp of it, though, as we move into to January and February. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I'm a little cancer, so I'll be feeling this full moon more than anything. And then you're the Aquarius, so you've got it coming. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm teasing I you, Christine. Coming for, you know, that's, this is why I left my job, because I was like, okay, it's the age of Aquarius. i got to get out there. It is my time. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I know, I know, I know. All right, so I want to give you um, our website because, you know, we're going to do these little mini, mini readings, but some of you may want a longer reading. Maybe that will be your gift to yourself. So uh, Christine's website is Christine, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E, compass, C-O-M-P-A-S, dot com. There's only, um, there's only one S on that. And then um, my website is, you can either go to spiritseeker.com and kind of get to me from there or um, C-Y-N-D-E-M-E-Y-E-R.com. And that site's about to be redone. I was so excited. Um, but the Spirit Ooh. Seeker was first. And so I know, I know. So I'm, I'm just getting ready to, like, redo everything. It's been, it's, it's time. So I'm actually scheduling time off to do my websites and create all kinds of other stuff. So so uh, Christine and I are uh, getting YouTube channels. <laughs> we're getting all kinds of good stuff. Um, we're, we're going forward in the age of Aquarius with technology in a new whole big way. Okay, so we are going to read for as many people as we can. And here are the rules because we do have a lot of people on the call today. Um, but I do want to remind you that the minute the show is over, it is a downloadable podcast that you can listen to at anytime, anywhere. You can just go to Blog Talk and listen, uh, blogtalkradio.com with the forward slash Cindy Meyer, C-Y-N-D-E-M-E-Y-E-R. There's over 400 archived shows. Um, this will be um, the last show for the month of December. I traditionally um, take the month of December off, and somehow I forgot to do that last year. That was with that push where everybody was like push, push, push. So I forgot <laughs> to schedule myself off last year. So I have not had a December off in two years, and I'm – um, as much as I love my show, yes, I do. I also love my time to self-nurture. Um, so we will be, Christine and I will be back on the air on January 8th because the first Friday of the month of January is on uh, New Year's Day. And we just had a feeling not everyone would want to get up at 9 o'clock in the morning on New Year's morning and hear um, our wisdom. So we're going to... Um, we're actually going to take a long reprieve, and then the next show will be on January uh, the 8th after today. But by all means, I, I've got a jam-packed schedule for January, February, March already. It's just it's going to be a fabulous 2021. Um, okay, so here's the deal with the readings. Um, when I, uh, what I will do is say your area code and the first three digits of the phone number, um, and then when you come on, I'll just say, okay, uh, area code, blah, 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 you are live on the air. 
So then you will be there and you'll say, hi, my name is, your first name only, I'm calling from, we just like to see what part of the country or the world we're reaching today. Um, and my question is, so please don't say, am I going to move? Am I getting a new job? Am I getting a, no. Hone in, really, what is your one question? Um, and it can be, you know, it can be around uh, your career. It can be around your love interest. It can be around just as their general guidance for me, you know, just whatever whatever comes through for you. Um, and then we will do, but remember, we're all here together on this call. It's not an accident. You guys, you know, we could have all been somewhere else this morning, but we all managed to be here at this moment in history and time. So someone else may ask a question that you're like, oh, my gosh, that was my question. Excuse me. So listen to the answer because spirit works in wonderful ways, and we're all part of the same group mind today. Um, so where the attention goes, the energy flows. So someone else might ask a question, and you're like, wow, that's exactly what I wanted to know. Okay, so we are going to go to – so don't think I'm not going to listen until I get on because that's not how this works. All right, we're going to go to area code 6. You are live on the air. Hi, good morning. Uh, My name is Miranda. I'm calling from New Jersey. And my question is regarding, I don't know how specific you want. I'm just wondering what guidance I need for the next six months. Um, Anything that comes to mind? So you don't have a specific area, just in general, see what we see? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> do you want to start, Christine, or do you want me to? Um, I'll take. I'll go. So I'm getting um, the sun, and the sun is very much, um, you know, this focus on how you are shining your light, uh, and so really not getting caught up in being blinded by other people's light, but you're focusing on your own, you're rekindling your own passion and your own creative energy and really um, just stepping back into like the lightness of life and playing and finding humor in life and getting away from all the seriousness that has surrounded you. So really mm-hmm. just, just feeling this breath of fresh air and playing with it. Um this is what I'm getting. Cindy, what are you? Yeah. Well, you know, Miranda, what I, okay, so the very first card I pulled, I pulled three cards for you. And the first one was hearth and home. I'm like, okay, so is she supposed to put energy on her hearth and home? And I was like, no. It's just what's happened is by you being homebound more, like all of us, it's affected you in a different way. And part of it is there's a little bit of nostalgia around you, and I think that's what Christine was picking up on. And for you, it's all about using um, your vibration, shifting your vibration. Like in your home, I would open your windows every single day, symbolically let out the old energy, invite in the new energy. That's for anyone on this call, especially during a pandemic. You want fresh air in your house. So even if it's zero degrees, I don't care. Symbolically let in the fresh air because it's a vibrational thing right now. And so for you, Miranda, what I see is that your forward motion is going to be taking that sun energy and really shining um, and being being like a high energy catalyst um, moving forward. It just I just see like you walking and things just falling off of you, like maybe people that had hooks to you or places had hooks. I just it's that whole thing of uh, what was it? Um, what did you say? What is a joyful, joyful freedom? Joyful, or, what did you say at the beginning? Joyful, joyful risk-taking. risk-taking. So that's what I, yeah. yeah. 
that's my feel for you, Miranda, but you've had to, like this pandemic has affected you in a, you know, everybody's different with it. But for you, it's been looking back like, okay, so you don't really want to go back, but you have looked back and you're reclaiming parts of you and moving forward in the next, you said the next six months, I just see you just like, like a brand new slate, like, you know how Einstein has the big chalkboard with his, his equations and formulas, just erasing all everything you know up until now and just moving forward like like a almost like a Viking in a different way, just full force forward. So I hope that helps. Okay. Thanks very much. Okay. You're Thanks. very welcome. Okay. So, you know, when sometimes we see it in the cards, listeners, and then other times we, you know, um we'll see images, I'll hear words. I've been the singing psychic lately. <laughs> I mean, I've had that. I hear words to songs, and it's just funny. And someone even said on a coaching session, she said, you just sound like a singing coach today. I'm like, well, that's how they're giving me the words to help you. I can't help it. I don't know. And it's a vibrational thing. I know. Isn't it funny? Okay, so let's see. We are now going to go. Let me see who's still on the switchboard that wants a reading. We're going to go to 414-292. You are live on the air. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Can you hear me? Yes. 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 Your, your name and where okay. you're calling from. Thank you. That's okay. I'm calling from um I'm calling from Tennessee. Okay. And your okay. first name? It is Felicia. Okay. And then your question, Felicia. Um, my question is now I am blessed with a wonderful job, but you know how opportunities knock? And I just put in an application doing the same thing I'm doing now currently, but I will be over one contract. I wouldn't be over several, <laughs> and I will get paid more money. Um, so, and all that, do you see me actually getting that position? Jane, do you have anything? Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> so it's interesting. I pulled the card, the, the sacrifice, and uh-huh. I got this card before, right before I, you know, sort of made this transition out of my job. And it's very much, uh-huh. you know, offering up this gratitude for what you have and coming from a place of the heart and saying, Spirit, I am open to more. I am open to different things. And not necessarily focusing on oh, I, I want more money or I want more of this, but you want more happiness. So it's really right. drawing in that happiness that you're looking for and and appreciating that life has been so generous to you and, um, you know, really just allowing yourself to let go of what has been. So you're sacrificing what has been because you know that there are better things to come. So that's kind of what I'm seeing. How about you, Cindy? Yeah, um, Felicia, I'm I'm going to, you know, just say bravo. Christine, you're on it. I mean, the <laughs> card that came up is call on your joy guides, you know, and it's yeah. just basically any conflict is, um, you know, the Course in Miracles says that anything that takes us off of our peace is not really good for us. I mean, the Course in Miracles is based on the foundation for inner peace, and that's where you are. You're like, I want peace. You're willing to see things clearly. You've had some blinders taken off uh, in the last six months where you're looking at everything totally differently. And just call on your joy guides. And, you know, I mean, think about, okay. if, you know, 
even even the fact that you've got made it this far in the interview process, you're like, wow, look at what's happening. Like all these people are losing their jobs and here I am. I am so grateful. I have my job, even though it's stressful, like even there's energy even in that arena. So you're, you're tagged in with the angels right now. And that's where your answers are going to come from. You're, 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 okay. you're in the right, just anything that brings you more joy. I mean, that's really where you're going and um, happiness to you. <laughs> Thanks for calling today. Yeah. Thank All you, right. guys. You guys are wonderful. I, will, right. I already okay, have my resume already. Oh, bravo. Well, good luck. If it's meant to be, it will be. All right. Okay. Thank All you. right. So uh, you're welcome. All right. So we're, we're going to read as many people as we can. We're going to go quickly to – why is that not going off? Okay. All right. We're going to go to 727-656. You are live on the air, 727-656. Hi, this is Kate. I'm calling from Florida. Hi. Hi, Kate from Florida. What's your question today? I would also like what you receive for general guidance for the coming six months. Okay. All right. Florida. So... Um, I very much, so I pulled a card that's the eagle, and the eagle is all about new beginnings, really soaring high, and being able to see this bigger picture. Um, and, you know, when you're soaring high in the sky, there's no obstacles. There's only opportunities. So, you know, it's like you're flying with the spirit and, you know, really looking at the bigger picture of things and, and letting your vision um, focus on this bigger picture. So you're going to be letting go of, you know, smaller, you know, if you've been trapped in the day-to-day realities that have kept you down and shaking all of that off and soaring high. That's really what I'm seeing. Kate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, this is, it, the, the card is call on your healer guides. This is a time where you can make great strides. It's not all physical healing. It can just be, healing of past hurts, healing of just anything that's been holding you back. And you're right. If you're thinking about putting energy at all on your, on your home right now, that would be like a lot of people that have been, you know, in their home so much are all of a sudden painting walls and, you know, doing this and doing that. That would be um, very healing for you. It feels like there's a room, you're either a bedroom or a kitchen that you've been thinking about maybe doing something differently. Um, and I would encourage that even if it's changing the artwork for any of you on this call, you know, if you move nine things in your house, this is feng shui wisdom. If you move nine things in your house with intention, it really does shift the energy in your home. So the more we work with the energy in our home and it's like a giant vision board right in our home. And, you know, so, so your, your wisdom here is to shift the energy in your home um, and you're on the right track. So everything that Christine said, ditto, ditto, ditto. So thank you for calling this uh, from Florida, sunny Florida. (laughs) All right, Kate, thank you. All right, so listeners, we um, we have less than a minute. So um, Christine and – yeah, oops, it's right here. So Christine and I are going to do like 10 seconds of wisdom. So my, my wisdom for all of you is do the holidays in a different way. No matter how you do it, do something different this year. We're not – it's not the same season. It's a pandemic. I don't care what it is. If, it's, if you've never worked a puzzle with your family, maybe get a puzzle – go for walks, do different things to shift the energy and to embrace the, the nature. Nature's talking to us. Okay, Christine, anything you want to say? 
Um, really just to step out of any any grief or past, you know, any clinging to the past. We're really so much stepping into this forward future energy, and that future is so excited. And, I, you know, again, I think it's this joyful risk-taking, being so joyful that we are here, we've survived, we are thriving, and we are ready to take <laughs> risks of a new direction. <laughs> Amen. So we will enjoy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Christmas, all the wonderful, the solstice, all the wonderful holidays. We will see you again on January the 8th, and um, happy holidays to everyone. And please read Spirit Seeker Online. There's some great articles to help help you and gift items, suggestions in the holiday gift guide, which is in the middle of the paper. SpiritSeeker.com. SpiritSeeker.com is that magazine is what makes the radio show possible and also our email, weekly email newsletter. So please do join. We're going to be doing a lot of giveaways the first part of the, of the year. And the only way to be eligible for those giveaways is to be on our email newsletter. So on the Spirit Seeker site, you can sign, you know, sign up or send me a private email to info at spiritseeker.com. Thank you, Christine, from my heart to yours. I will talk to you in January, if not sooner. And um, everyone, there's over 400 archive shows. Just enjoy them. www.spiritseeker, no, I'm sorry, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Cindy Meyer, but also on the Spirit Seeker website now, there's several links right from the website where you can listen to radio shows. Uh, the design team created as a gift for me. I didn't even know they were going to do it. So you can just go to spiritseeker.com, see about, I don't know, two or three months of uh, radio shows and just click and it goes right to the podcast. Okay, so thank you so much. Thank you, Christine, and everyone have a great day. Just embrace this energy and, and have a lovely day. Thank you, Christine. Thank you, Cindy. Bye. Okay, bye.